Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Cathartic Yelling Podcast. I'm Thomas Napoli. And I'm Corey Sklaw. Before we get started, we just want to take a second to thank our sponsor for this episode, Human Leather. By humans, for humans, of humans. Human Leather, keep your loved ones with you long after they're gone. If you're joining us this week, it's likely you listened to our last episode about names, and since then, we've had a meteoric rise in popularity, a surge matched only by the Menendez brothers. Let's get to it, Corey. Last time we talked about our names, now interactions with coworkers. I'm new to the workforce, you're new to the workforce, a lot of people are new, switching jobs here and there. That initial meeting of managers, coworkers, people in different departments, it's really a lot to deal with, no? Oh, it's stressful. There are, because your first day, there's a lot of people, a lot of moving parts, and I am very guilty of shaking someone's hand, hey, nice to meet you, they'll say their name, and I'll be so worried about like shaking their hand and listening to what their name is that I will immediately forget what they just said their name was. Yeah, and it's all about, you know, you're, you're there, you're making eye contact, you're just trying to make a good impression, and then next thing you know, you forget their name. So I guess that kind of brings us beautiful segue into our first topic. When you meet someone, how do you ask their name? Again, now, I understand if it's someone you know you're not going to be with all the time. Maybe it's someone in a different department. Uh, we both work in like television and production. So let's say, for instance, we'll use someone like me. Uh, I'm more of a camera op and I'm talking to an editor. And a lot of times when I talk to editors, I'm in the field and they're in-house. So I don't can't really put a name to a face. But if it's someone in the same department who you met and maybe you worked with one time, and at that point, you can't really go back and ask them their name but you don't know it, how do you figure out what their name is? It's very difficult. There, I had one time in my life where I worked up the courage to be like, I'm sorry, remind me your name. And that's, it's nerve wracking, but it works. Like they're not going to get offended. I think, I think people would rather you ask than just call them by the wrong name, which I feel like we're also all guilty of. Really what I tend to do most often, which is not a good thing to do. I will just avoid referring to them by name. I will just talk to them, hey, can you get me this? Hey, I need this. And I won't, I will never use their first name because I, and I may have an idea of what their name is, but I'm not confident enough that I'm going to say it. And it's not good, but you got to talk somehow. Are you a man person if you're talking to a guy like, oh, hey man, what's up? Do you do, do, you do things like that? Like these little kind of neutral words. And obviously man is towards a male, but do you use like those neutral words to try to get you by through? I think I, I really try not to. Um, I probably do, but I, I don't think of myself as a, a man man, if you will. <laughs> um, I, I just, I tend to just talk like I'm talking now. I won't address anyone. If I'm trying to get someone's attention, I'll probably be rude and like, kind of like wave at them or instead of calling their name, if I'm not sure. And it just anything to avoid. And that even there are people who like parents, friends, same kind of thing. I don't know what to call them. Do I call them Mr. and Mrs.? Do I call them by their first names? It's, it's a difficult situation. So I, same kind of thing. I'll just refer to them by talking to them, not addressing them. Yeah, that's always interesting. Uh, before I'll just kind of quickly get to the parents, I always do the Mr. and Mrs. and the last name and then kind of wait for them to correct me. And um, like, again, we said with your dad, if I call him Mr. Skloff, he's like, oh, call me Michael. Okay, now I know. Uh, but with work, it's actually funny you mentioned people's names because there's someone at work that I see all the time and I talk to, and it's past the point of me asking their name. It's been like eight months. 
so I can't do that. And I ask someone at work, and they go, oh, I think their name is blank. And then I go, oh, really? You know, are you sure about that? And then I psyched them out so much, they didn't even, they go, wait a minute, I don't know if that's their name. So this person's name is forever eluding me, and I just think maybe, like, who, who brought it up in Seinfeld where everyone should wear name tags? Oh, <laughs> Elaine with uh, the mayor running for New York City. Maybe we should have some kind of name tag system. It's not a terrible idea. I mean, that's why, like, the days of, like, varsity jackets when they had, like, their last names written somewhere, that was useful. Now, you know, it's frowned upon for adults to wear those but it'd, it'd really make everyone's life that much easier. And I, I guess sticking with work and names and really just kind of being new to work, because that's how this conversation started. You're new to work and you're meeting 50 people. And then every day, it seems like you're meeting someone new or talking to someone new. Uh, just starting a job could be obviously it's stressful, but it's amazing the amount of things they kind of throw on you at once. And then you won't do any of it for a couple months and then it'll come back and it's like oh well you were shown this it's amazing how much gets thrown at you at once on top of just learning people's names yeah i mean i honestly i feel more confident saying hey i know you showed this to me a while ago i forget can you show me again i I mean i have an easier time saying that than i do hey i know you told me your name but i completely forget it (laughs) because what it feels more personal to to say i forget what your name is versus, hey, I forget how to do this or how this works. Can you show me? That feels like that's a distant, that's work. Someone's name is just, it's who they are. And they're, to go back to what we talked about last week, it's so important. So to not know it is just, you feel horrified. Yeah, clearly this podcast has some sort of fixation on names. So kind of let's get away from names for a second, but let's stick with work. When you see someone in the bathroom, do you talk to them? Is it like a washing hands? And I'm not talking like an in and out thing. Like if you're going in, someone's going out normally. It's just like a, hey, what's up? How you doing? Type thing. But if you're going in the bathroom, what's the etiquette for conversation? I am a proponent of no conversation whatsoever. (laughs) I think if you're washing hands and you have just like something quick or, hey, did you see this? Did you hear about that? That's fine. But my least favorite thing in the world is, and I don't know if this is a problem exclusive to men and men's rooms at the urinal, but my least favorite thing is when I'm standing at a urinal and a coworker comes up next to me and I'm like, okay, out of the corner of my eye, I kind of feel like it's this person, but I'm not going to say anything because we're at the urinal. I'll wait until we're at the sink like an adult. (laughs) That's the smart thing to do. And then they'll start talking to me. And then at that point, I'm tasked with, I have to look at their face now to make sure this is who I thought it was. And then there's the whole looking at a urinal uh, controversy, which is a problem in and of itself. And then I'm like, I'm trying to go to the bathroom. You're trying to go to the bathroom. And now you're trying to have a conversation with me. I can only focus on so many things at once. Like, just (laughs) save it for the sink. And I think we'd all be better for it. And it's funny you say that because I think most people will just say, you know, don't talk to someone while you're going to the bathroom. It's that simple. But the reason I bring it up is because there's a couple of times at work I go in the bathroom and someone, they'll see me and they're just, I kind of have a bad habit, I guess. I always, when I see people, I go, hey, how you doing? And I just want like a, you know, good grammar. So I want to 
hey, I'm doing well, or eh, or, you know, I'm looking for a one-word answer, but the reason it's a bad habit is because people actually tell me how they're doing. So I go and I see people in the bathroom, and I'm like, hey, how you doing? They're like, oh, I'm good, you know, last weekend was really refreshing, and I'm like, yeah, yeah I kind of was just looking for a one-word answer, and I get trapped sometimes. And then I'm like sitting, standing there making eye contact, slowly walking over to the urinal. I'm like, do I keep this going? Do I, are they just going to go away? So that's why I'm kind of just wondering, is this a problem exclusive to me that I get roped into bathroom conversation? Honestly, that does feel like it's something kind of exclusive to you. <laughs> when I say, because I'm in the same thing. I say, hey, how are you? Which I don't like the way I sound when I say that, but I say it all the time and it's become how are are you why a which is not how i speak but i hey how are you but they'll respond nine times out of ten i'll just get a i'm good how are you and i'll just say i'm good thanks and that's it and it's nice and simple it's short yet it's even that is too long for a urinal conversation but i digress i you know what's funny about that sorry to interrupt you but (laughs) i get kind of caught sometimes too and it's just like, uh, I guess the way I perceive myself as saying, how you doing is just me saying hi. Cause sometimes people would just say, Hey, I'm doing well. How are you? And I just won't answer. Like it won't process to me. I'll just, you know, I, to me, I almost, and again, it, I understand I'm asking a question, but I'm almost treating it as a hello. So when I get all these, you know, they're actually telling me how they're doing or they just ask it back. Sometimes I just freeze. And I think the freezing might be why I get roped into these conversations before I'm going to the you bathroom. You give them the time to respond. That's that's why. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a bad mistake yeah. on my part for sure. See, I just, I can't imagine not recognizing that it's just a way to say hello. Like, it's clearly... You're not just going to say, hi, that's just uncomfortable. Hey, how are you? Doing well. Thanks. How are you? Great. End of conversation. The the need to elaborate on that, especially if it's not, like if you or another friend, like if someone asked me that I'm close with, hey, how are you doing? I'll probably give a full response. You know, I'm doing well, going to this, I've just done that. But if it's just like a coworker in a bathroom, A, it's a coworker. B, you're in a bathroom. Keep it short. Like, they don't care about your life story. They, those are two big scenarios yeah. where just keep it concise and just, hello, nice and easy. Yeah, and I guess the thing is, too, I love how, again, I get, like I say, get caught in the bathroom conversation where they elaborate on what they had just done, whether it's their weekend or really whatever it is. And I didn't really ask about the weekend's. But I, hey, some people are so excited, you know, I'm glad people want to talk to me. I guess it's a, a sign that people don't hate me, which is good. Um, so we talked about urinal conversations. So to kind of make this a little more gender neutral or to just take it to the other side of the we bathroom. We like a wide audience. What do we do about stall conversations? Now, I've never really been in one. But what's interesting to me is, because I, I wonder about this, sometimes I'll, you know, just be on my phone and I'll either see something funny or say something funny, or not say, see something funny or watch something funny. I'm not just cracking jokes to myself on the toilet. But <laughs> uh, if you hear someone laughing, are you going to ask them about it? Well, I know you. You'll probably wait till if you go out of the stall together. But what do you do? Have you ever had a stall conversation? 
Has anything ever sparked something where you were curious, where you thought about having it? And what would you do if someone just started talking to you through a stall? I am very much against the stall conversation. <laughs> I was about to set a precedent earlier, like, hey, can we just establish that if you wouldn't do it at a stall, you wouldn't do it at a urinal? But apparently there are <laughs> stall conversations happening on a day-to-day -day basis, and I'm I'm very much against it. I... I can't imagine, because in my mind, you know what, like I said, I'm against the urinal conversation, but if you're going to have a conversation that's not just at the sink, do it at the urinal, because if you're going into a stall, as a, as a man at least, you're doing some intense business in there, and that's not something you want to be talking during, like, and as a woman... I, I couldn't imagine the opposite either. Like, you don't know what they're doing in there. Why would you take the risk? Like, just, no, I don't want a conversation. If I heard someone on their phone, honestly, I'd, I'd think it was a little disrespectful to the person in the stall next door. <laughs> I would feel like that was like a, a personal attack on my enjoying my bathroom time. And I'm, I'm not for it. I don't talk to me. Don't. I'm just waiting for the day someone's like, hey, did you see this video? And then, like, I get a phone under the divider <laughs> in the stalls. I just, because it's going to happen. You just know that someone's going to be like, I don't know who this is, but, like, I bet they'll like this video. <laughs> okay. But, uh, you know, take your situation or your scenario down a peg, because as hilarious as that is, I think there's a slim chance of it happening. But what I do think will happen is, again, if someone's, you know, listening to a podcast they just get into work first thing they do is go to the bathroom or they're watching a video on youtube and they start laughing pretty hard while they're in the stall do you ask them about it you go like hey what are you laughing at what's so funny or are you gonna wait till you get to the sink or are you just gonna avoid it at all costs and just kind of think hey this is weird this person's laughing on the toilet well again i don't think they should be watching anything on the toilet i feel that that's disrespectful to my <laughs> toilet time but if they if they w well what if they have headphones what if they have headphones in and you can't hear what they're watching or listening to but you just hear the laugh my mind is not going to go to the thought that they're watching something with headphones in i'm just going to assume that there's something really funny going on in their stall and that's going to make <laughs> me uncomfortable <laughs> but i think like if, it's, if I know if I walk into the bathroom at the same time as someone that I feel comfortable talking to, which is not a very large group of people, but if I go in and I, I know who it is and they're laughing, I'll be like, what's so funny over there? I don't know. 99.8% of the time, I'm not going to ask. Even if we go to the sink, I am not the kind of person to be like, hey, I don't know you. I see you're washing your hands. What was so funny in that stall that you were laughing at? I, You know what? Like... This is 2019. Let's get some privacy. What goes on in a bathroom stall needs to just stay in that bathroom stall. Okay, so I guess getting away from actually taking care of business, are you the person that will, if you know you're in a stall adjacent to someone, like you see their feet or whatever, if you hear a flush, are you going to kind of just sit in your stall and wait for them to leave to exit so you don't have to maybe run into a bathroom conversation? Or are you just... I don't care when I'm done, I'm leaving. Or do you sit back sometimes because you want to avoid the confrontation so much? It's not a matter for me of having a conversation outside the stall. It's a matter of I don't want them to know that I am the person who was just in the bathroom stall. 
I <laughs> okay, like, yeah. I will wait till they leave so that they're not gonna be like, oh my god, that guy was just in the stall in the bathroom. That's why like <laughs> I have a, a wide assortment of shoes, and if I wear a pair of shoes that's like that's that'll stand out from most other shoes, I feel like self-conscious about it when i'm in the bathroom because i'm like they're looking at my shoes under the stall door they know who i am if they see me walking in the cafeteria they're gonna be like this is the guy he was just in the bathroom <laughs> yeah that's gory just like a huge shit <laughs> exactly i don't i don't need that associated with me <laughs> fair enough uh so uh, i guess circling back to taking care of business are you a seat cover guy oh i'm a huge seat cover guy i nice. i feel very uncomfortable when there's not seat covers for my my usage. I see, and I don't know if this surprises you or not, I'm not a seat cover guy at all. It doesn't surprise me, but can you tell me <laughs> why you are not a seat cover guy? You know, I guess I just never, I never used it. And I guess when I was little, they weren't, they either weren't around as much or I never thought of them, thought to use them. They definitely weren't around as much yeah. way back then. And so I just always, when I thought it was dirty, I took toilet paper and I would wipe the seat before and then put the toilet paper in the toilet, do what I got to do and then come out. So I think it's just a habit. And because I'll do that, I don't look for them either. So the other day, I just figured out work had seat coverage just because we were having this conversation. And again, I said, working there eight months, it took me seven months just to realize we had seat covers. Yeah, I, look, I get that you can wipe the toilet seat. I will wipe the toilet seat first if I see something worth wiping off the toilet seat. But if if the toilet is spotless, if I just watch the janitor walk out and take his gloves off knowing, hopefully that's a sign that he just cleaned the toilet, not that he needs gloves <laughs> for other uses. Um <laughs> But I will still put down a toilet seat cover. And I was just I was just reading an article that said, like, yeah, it doesn't really help prevent diseases or germs. And it's like, I don't even care. Like, I don't use it because I think that I'm going to get malaria from a toilet seat. I, <laughs> I use a toilet seat cover because I don't want my rear end touching where someone else's <laughs> rear end that I don't know was just. Yeah, and even, yeah, it's not even, to like you said, to prevent. I just never thought to use it, and I figured... You were someone to use it. Uh, you ever have a compl yeah. well complaint about you know toilet paper quality at work? Is it like a level down from home? Because I noticed that, and sometimes it's upsetting. Yeah, I mean, I I'm spoiled at home. We use uh, that good Kirkland toilet paper from Costco, our future <laughs> sponsor, Costco. <laughs> um, hopefully, hopefully, uh, it's great. And then. I, in my experience at every workplace, they're going to cheap out. They're going to get the sandpaper, like half ply toilet paper. And it's not going to be the quality that I deserve as someone who doesn't want to speak to anyone in the bathroom. I, that is a person who deserves the highest quality of toilet paper. <laughs> All right, Corey, uh, we got to wrap up. Uh, we're running a little short on time here. So any final thoughts with bathroom conversations, seat covers, and one last question: Would you ever ask someone if they could spare a square? I uh, let's. I'll address the last part first. No, I would not ask if they would spare a square. I'd probably wait until they left, and then I'd go run into their stall and use it. Uh, a, a treacherous escape plan, nonetheless. But uh, final thoughts: I think just keep your bathroom conversations to the sink. That's the bottom line. 
All right, so keep the conversation to the sink. Don't ask a question like me. Don't ask how they're doing because people may tell you exactly how they are doing. Before we wrap up again, big thanks to our sponsor, Human Leather by Humans for Humans of Humans. It was two Seinfeld references today. We'll try to do better next time overall as a show. And don't forget <laughs> to join us next time where me and Corey will be talking about Easy Pass and the people that don't have them for a ridiculous reason. See you next time, guys.